Fox. He can go on the number third. 200 centimetres. You can't do that. Perkins through a bit of traffic. The right foot Nana. That is just class. It bounces the way of Jones. This is Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. The Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast is two blokes that have known each other forever who catch up most days in the Melbourne CBD for lunch to talk everything Essendon Footy Club. My name is Grant and with me is Scott. Hello everyone, good to be back. Uh, look, it was a really good weekend of football uh, if you're an Essendon fan. All round. We won a grand final. Exactly right. So a uh, big shout out to the girls uh, VFLW, uh, a huge win um, to our friend George and Nanscorn, captain, all of the girls, the perfect season, completely like undefeated, the perfect way to slide into the AFLW uh, next year. Absolutely incredible effort, girls. Well done. I uh, completely agree. Uh, Alana Barbo, uh, the best on ground medalist. Look, uh, I, did a, <laughs> I did a tweet today. Um, and look, this was... Uh, the total scores of the three finals. Essendon 178, the opposition 23. <laughs> so, and and the people might say, oh, well, that's, you know, that's obviously not a good standard. No, two of these teams out of the three, we, we had a draw against. Yeah, exactly right. It, they just hit form big time uh, in the finals. They stepped up. Uh, yeah, and it was just a, you know, it was just a fantastic effort. I, The opposition actually only scored two goals for all 12 quarters of the final. So Amazing. It, it was just a, a, a brilliant win. Dominant I, display. It was just a – the sunshine was out, Port Melbourne. I was just talking to fans and talking to people I know around the club and, and just – it was a huge crowd and the atmosphere, but it was just – yeah, it was just a really exciting day. So, again, uh, congratulations to Alana Barber for the uh, Lisa – a Hardeman medal. Uh, I look, uh, Georgia, Nan Scorn, obviously our fave. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, just look, obviously just wanted to say our thoughts are with you of the news today that you have to um, do a rehab through a, a, an unfortunate ACL injury. Um, Absolutely devastating. Very frustrating because it was in the last quarter too. So she was just about to start the AFLW program. So I just wanted to send out all our love and support. She's been a huge support for the show. Absolutely. And, you know, we're just having a few chats too just about how she may uh, be a, a, a regular kind of guest for us Ooh, on the AFLW season. Just, that's so. a little tease there. So, yeah, we, we're just sending our support. So, uh, Amelia Radford, uh, a fantastic game. Uh, even though Federica Few uh, didn't get a lot of the ball, she just, again, scores her two goals, you know, one from 40 out around the corner um, and the other a snap from around 30 out. She's all class. So, you know, Renee Turney, just all these just amazing contributions. Uh, they played as one group, uh, really well led by the coach. Uh, and obviously, shout out to... Um, uh, <laughs> Don't you hate that he's gone blank? Whilst he has to think about it, I'll put some theme music on. Well, I'll give a shout out to the whole program, really. Uh, so yeah, uh, it was just it was just such a, a great great effort. There's only, the program's only been four years old, four years old. So for that group to develop, and you could tell every year they were just growing and growing. Uh, yeah, it was just a, a great great win all round. So yeah, 
couldn't, have, couldn't have asked much more as a bomber supporter too, just quietly. Like, what what a season to give the bombers um, supporters in the Essendon Footy Club. What a season to give us, and then just the absolute best form possible to be going into the AFLW next year. Yeah, so uh, a great win all around. Katie Leo is president. Uh, congratulations. Uh, I know my good friend DJ Arida on Blitz, who's, who's been covering all the games. All you, you've done awesome work on and keeping fans um, informed. So for, for everyone involved, uh, just a great year, a great result. And we have, I think, around about nine or so, nine or ten players uh, that will get elevated to the AFLW side and it, that joins a, a whole lot of exciting signees that, that came across in the in the kind of the trade off-season period. So yep. that all starts in, in in August, so that's a pretty quick turnaround. So, And I tell you what, Bombers fans, I mean, if, if, a, if a completely undefeated season in which the girls were absolutely dominant, um, including a grand final, Undefeated season, grand final, inside of five years as a as a as a football team. Yeah. If that doesn't get you motivated to get down and see the girls next year um, and support what they're doing, check up on them because I know we'll, we will be next year. Yeah. We've been given some updates. We have got Georgia on, and and it's been great. But we we will be definitely following um, that team a lot closer next year because, mate, how do you not follow an Essendon team that went undefeated? <laughs> I won a GF in the same year, mate. Like, next year, there'll be a lot of AFLW girls that'll be looking, worrying about what's coming from the Essendon Footy Club. Yeah, it's just a really exciting time. So, look, congratulations all around to the club on, on, on a fantastic Absolutely. season. Uh, look, and obviously, another result, uh, a slightly unexpected but a huge result at the MCG with Essendon playing the Sydney Swans. Uh, yeah, they've come away nine point. Uh, winners, victors, uh, twenty six points down, forty to fourteen. It, it kind of felt like, oh, uh, we're getting here we cut, go again. We're getting cut through the middle here, and and you know, there's a few easy scores, and I was a bit, you know, I was biting my lip and not tweeting, and I was like, oh no, I'm a bit concerned. And um, but all credit to them, you know, there's a there was a moment where Shield got hit, and you know, I heard his shoulder went down. I don't know if that triggered something, but from that almost play onwards, when the play restarted, we kicked something like six or seven of the next eight, uh, and we just really took it up to them, and then suddenly the pressure started, uh, and yeah, it was just a fantastic result, and oh, I couldn't be, yeah, it was, you know, if you match up the St Kilda result, you go, okay, well, that's two and three weeks we've beaten a side that was being six on the ladder, and and you, you know, you start to go, well, are we starting something? You know, is it, is, I know it's a little bit, we you, all know it's too it. late. We, you called it. Well, I, I, I tried not to sound too negative last week because I was just felt like I was reading something in, into what was going on. And, and I knew we had some defensive breakdowns and we did in the first quarter, but I just felt like there was just something going on. And I was just like, oh, we're still, we're showing a lot more dare. There's a bit more talk. Uh, and it, it's, you know what, our defensive side is very, very interesting. Uh, uh, I was trying to read, like I was watching the replay. So I don't know what anyone else thinks, but there's been a debate. Uh, are we going man on man or are we still continuing on zones? You know, I actually think we're doing a bit of both in certain situations. So I was, I was watching uh, when, when, when Sydney was kicking out after a point. It was pretty obvious to me that we were having a man-on-man 
kind of setup mm-hmm. and it was working really well. Then in other different parts of plays, then we switched to a zone. Um, so I just wonder if there's a little bit involved now and in, in what we're trying to do defensively in certain situations where they switch things around. Do you think, heaven forbid, and oh joy of joys if it's happening, do you reckon they've made a change to the defensive structure of what they've been trying to do for the last sort of 12-plus games? Have they made a structural change and said, all right, boys, kick-ins where it makes a lot of sense for a zone, fine, we'll do the zone. But sometimes... I don't know, when Hep puts his left hand above his right ear or something like that, we automatically switch to man-on-man. Yeah, it's – I mean, it's it's very hard to read, but, you know, I, I was kind of at the bottom of the third tier at the MCG, right on the wing. So I was it was something I really wanted to look at, like how we set up the ground. Mm. And then, you know, some plays I went, oh, we're in a zone here. Uh, and then, you know, we kick a point, Sydney – are kicking out, and oh, everyone's man on man here. And then it felt like diff- different plays, there was communication to switch things up to, to, to switch defensive schemes, um, which was really quite complex. Where is it led from? Where do you reckon that would be led from? Uh, I wonder if... Is the, it Hepps yeah. or somebody sort of... Oh, yeah, I wonder if there's feedback and say, you know, I, I don't know, I'm being... It's a very naive view of being outside sure, a club. I, but, you're not, yeah, you're not but, sure. But, you know, I, my first thought was, I wonder if the players <clears> thought the zone... As a as a hundred minute kind of game, it was it was not working. But but switching sets setups in certain plays, if the players can get used to that, oh, you know, in this situation, oh, we're switching a man on man, mm. and this uh, because I know some people had a kickback and say no, Essendon's not doing man on man, and but then you know, and that same weekend, I went to the VFL program, uh, and the VFL program has. Basically, how they design it is to do the same system as the AFL. Yeah, of course, because so, they want players ready to know what yeah, yeah. to expect when they go up. So here's me seeing the VFL runner come out screaming, okay, guys, we're switching it to man-on-man. Everyone man-on-man. Oh, so man, he was actually saying, oh, at the VFL? At the VFL. Okay, yeah. So that kind of led me to like, oh, I think maybe this is a a kind of a defensive system that they're maturing on, um, on different situations and, and it, you know, it's it, – for all intents and purposes, it looks a bit – it definitely looks really sound after quarter time. I, like when we're 40 to 14 down, and that was literally probably just – I'm trying to remember, sorry, if I got this wrong, don't don't kill me. But it felt like just after quarter time, it was 40 to 14. And then Sydney's only, only scored really another 40-odd points after that for the next yeah. three quarters. Yeah. So we've definitely shut them down. And I know they didn't kick straight, so, yes, I do get that. But it felt like we were our defensive schemes were holding up. I thought the positioning of our defenders and Zerk Thatcher, who we'll talk about, really impressive game. BZ. Uh, the defensive, they weren't loose, though, you know, they were up on their man. And even Massimo said after the game an interesting comment and in saying, look, at quarter time, they're asking, what were you guys talking about? And said, well, we're talking about they were probably a little bit too, too distant from our defenders, uh, from our, sorry, from our forwards, from our from our opposition yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just to tighten up on, on those gaps, um, which because they obviously like to draw off and help other teammates, but I think there was maybe just an overcorrection saying you were just doing it too much um, and maybe just you need to be a bit closer to, to your guy and, okay. and tighten things up. So, uh, you know, the, it, was, um, it was a really good effort. We're obviously generating scores where, you know, 
Like I, I think rounds, I, I worked out rounds 9 to 13, we averaged 49.5 points. And then rounds 14 to 16, we're averaging 99.6 points. So Where, where's that come from? So it's a complete. Now, obviously, adding Stringer and and Jones in that period obviously helps. Yeah, yeah, no yeah, no yeah. doubt. And even Lang for the last two weeks. I know he hasn't been shining star, but just his presence in a forward line more means the defender must pay respect to him. And all that has a as, as a flow-on effect when there's better – I won't say better names. It's a rude to the guys who went out. But True. just names that, I guess, the AFL community – It's generally okay, dude. Like yeah, if, yeah. If they're, if they're Knows that they more can kick a goal. Knows that they, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got to pay them more respect. If it's Stringer down there, if it's me down there, which one are they going to pay more respect? That's okay. I was just thinking that on that subject too is that if – if there has been changes made or if there's been some tightening up or some tweaks or whatever the hell it is on that defensive structure, which has been our biggest problem, mm. defending the ball through to the back line and then making our back line look awful, um, <clears throat> is it starting to – Is are the players feeling more – I reckon they're feeling more confident – I mean, we could come out and lose this week. Who knows, right? We probably will. But um, <laughs> Brisbane of the game, Brisbane of the game, we probably lose, right? It's a fair chance. But it's nice to see the players looking less confused about everything. Yeah, exactly. They look like they know what they're doing. Whatever they did to go from zone to man on man, that worked. And it made someone like BZT look great because he had more time to play on his defender. Rids looked better. Laverde looked better. The whole club looked better because there was much more control of the ball. We had. Even if we weren't in actual control of the ball, it wasn't free flowing everywhere after the first couple of about the first quarter. First quarter, really? Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't free flowing everywhere, and the players looked more comfortable, more at home because they they I think they knew what they were doing. Yeah, and and I mean the other area that probably was needing to be addressed about six or six or seven weeks ago, we were last for contested footy yes. in the AFL. Yeah. And, and we are turning that around. And uh, I thought for us to, to beat the Sydney Swans uh, by eight in clearances, that was a really big step and growth for our club because, you know, that's Parker. These, these guys, Mills, yeah. these guys are known for hard. They know what they're doing. Um, and look, that's even part of the, the good part about the win, isn't it? I mean, there's some wins that you, you respect the opposition so much as a club that you go – that's a great win because it's like when you if you beat Geelong or if you beat you know like beating Sydney. There's some there's just some clubs you go they got such good systems yeah. and standards and expectations in place that when you beat them it feels like a big deal because you you you've beaten a club uh, yeah that that is uber professional and you've been able to do it yourself as a club and it it, it, it told me that. Yeah, definitely things are turning around. And I know I know we might lose this week against the Lions of the Gabba because they're they're a top two team basically. Yeah, they're playing them um, at home and all that stuff, yeah. But we are the guys don't look as confused and and they're definitely talking like I don't know if anyone noticed this, but at the three quarter time, um, when there was a, a late goal kicked against us and we went nine or ten points down. I don't know if anyone else saw this, but Redmond and Merritt went at each other. Uh, and, and had a crack at each other. Had a crack at each other. And I was just following it because it went on for about a minute. And, you know, Heppel did the same thing, read in, you know, all right. You know, Heppel has this idea of what are you trying to communicate quickly instead of yeah, just yeah, yeah. going instead at each other. Instead of yelling, yeah. What are you trying to uh. – uh, so he did that, you know, and I was just following them because uh, Redmond, who obviously is a fiery guy, yeah, did almost like Parrish did against the Sydney, like walk to the – then walk to the huddle. Uh, then Redmond – 
put his head down, then went, turned around, went up to Merritt and kind of gave him a little hug and tapped him on the bum, said, and Merritt's like, we're good. And they kind of G'd each other up. Nice. And I was I kind like of like, it. you want to see it. Yeah, it was like, you know, all right, you know, we've. Let's, yeah, it's let's, emotion, it's frustration, got, fine. Yeah, but also we've got a game to win here. And, and, yeah. and you know, the, the guys talk, talked about that Heppel, um, even after Truck gave the huddle at three-quarter time, um, there's one of the players, I'm trying to remember who it was, sorry, but, um, mentioned Heppel, then got the guys in separately and said, no, we're not losing it. We're not losing it. Okay. Um, so... And maybe that's a bit of feeling towards Sydney. Too. Yeah, I reckon. But he probably would have been stood next to Dylan Shield as he said it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, and that was sixteen points down in that game, and they won by nine or ten. So yeah. they've kicked, you know, five more goals, kind of thing. So of of the of the real things to take away from that game, um, resilience, <laughs> resi- yeah, resilience, and not give up. That yep. was that was really encouraging to see. Like we'd, like you said, that first quarter when when I saw it as well, I went, oh, man, ah, damn. But we came back. We, we did what we needed to do and came back against a good side, man, with Reed in there, with Buddy in there, with Mills and Heaney and all those guys and girls. Everybody did their job. Um, Jake Kelly jumps in. Thanks very much for a sausage roll for the backman. I think that's number two or something um, for the boy in his entire career. Yeah. But um, really, really happy with the resilience, that we didn't give up, that we kept fighting. And like you said, it's probably half due to Hepps. Um, telling the boys, let's just get over the line for this one. Um, quick announcement, uh, Massimo D'Abrosio, um, the NAB Rising Star nominee. Yeah, isn't it great? Mate, I mean, could, could he have, was he 25 in this game and 23 in the last game or something like that? He's just, he's slotted in there beautifully. Oh, he's kicking. I mean, it really is a steal. Like it's, it's just, I think it is. Yeah, it really is a steal. Uh, Him he, and Nick Martin. He makes us more, it was exactly what we needed. He makes us... He makes us think more creatively with the ball. So he, he demands a creative attacking result from his boot. That's right, because he wants to find the attack. Yeah. And if you're not in a position where he can like, attack from the back line, he must get frustrated. So he, he turns and finds guys. Yeah, there was, some, there was some plays where he went out and there was an easy kick to the left, 20 metres. And he kept on looking inboard and inboard, and then said, "No, nah, I've got something better now." Because he's got the talent and, where, and the boot whereas, to do it. You know, some of our defenders take that safe kick. He didn't, which is kind of okay. That's okay to take the safe kick. That's fine. Yeah, but he's got the talent in the left boot to be able to do it. One thing I really liked is, uh, and this is why I'm not going overly on stats and going through player by player. Sixteen players had sixteen possessions or more. Yeah, it was a really good. All round. That's performance. one of the best team performances. Yeah. Like the the three two and one in this game is is really hard. I mean, you, obviously, you know, we Zach Merritt, you know, who we got a praise because we we caught him out on this podcast yeah. and said more influential. We need to we need to have him have a, a bigger imprint in games. He can get he's getting his twenty five or thirty. He's too but good. Not we're not to. we're not feeling him in the game. We're not feeling his presence or or him changing. Three goals, that's exactly what that Two guy. goals would have been great. Three's three's awesome out of Zach yeah. in the midfielder. Any midfielder in the comp, you take you add goal kicking to your repertoire and you you become you take a next step. So Zach Merritt, BZT, I really want to call out, mate, because you, you you've oh, said yeah. it in his his last half a dozen Pen. games. He was in, the, in the coaches votes today. Yeah, great. Because he's he's been playing incredibly well in the VFL. He bloody well deserved that um call up and he performed. He looks much he looked in that game, he looks much more 
composed. He looks um, safer down back. Yep. He, he's still um, athletic enough to hang around with the, the forwards. Really damn good game from BZT. Yeah, I mean, the defensive group, I mean, if you add, let's add Redmond and, and Heidi to that. that Heidi got that, a million possessions. Heidi was, was, Heidi was close to BOG for mine, yeah. to be honest. And Redmond was probably almost close to getting a vote. And I mean, he's for me, he's... If I had a Crichton favourite oh, myself, it's, it's he's having a fantastic year. Has to year. be, yep. Uh, but you know what? They made a move um, to switch Heppel to the wing, and he's kicked. He's had twenty five over eighty percent efficiency and a goal, uh, and he's you know he's he's got five votes from the coach. Bingo. Uh, yep. Uh, so um, you know, I, I he's copying a lot, and I actually think this is personally me, and I, I'll stick. Uh, and I, I say this honestly, it's not just to stick up for him. I think he's had a much better month than what's getting portrayed. 100% I, agree. I know his shortcomings and I know the speed and I know he's not physically as strong as he used to be. I get all that. But he's actually playing a really good role too. Uh, and I hope people at least recognise that part of as well. He's he's reading the play really well. He's getting in so many times in positions where he's reading the play and that's why he keeps on getting plus 20 disposals uh, and he's cutting off a lot of... And uh, you want veterans like that having yeah. those disposals, right? Because they're 80% of them are going to be good like we showed today. You want the veterans with the ball in the hand. Like as much as you want the young kids to be able to to get the possessions as well, in that half forward piece, um, Heppel getting that many touches, good things are going to come from it. And I've got to, got to give a shout out. Uh, we've got to go to a break and, you know, we've got an exciting guest with Grant Chortea. But Absolutely. Before we go to the break, I've got to give a shout out to Hobbs' last quarter, man. Yeah. Ten or, uh, from memory, 10 or 11 possessions. He had two or three clearances. You know, he went direct, direct sometimes with, with Parker or Mills and they, he had a bigger influential quarter. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a big. Not, that's that's a big statement. That's, that's a big statement. Eighteen still. Eighteen still. Sorry. Yeah, that's a big statement, uh, and I think maybe that's a message to the coaches that like I'm not, you know, I'm not a half forward flank forever, mate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, and I and I'm not an easy mission either. Yeah, because uh, you know someone had to stand up, and and if you had three players that stood up, because you're talking Jake Stringer with you yeah. know two goals and yep. the, the match winner that he can be in a quarter. But Hobbsy, you'd have in the top three of guys who stood up in the last yeah. quarter. How do you drop that? So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's a really good game. So uh, we'll talk maybe a little bit more, but we've got a, we've got a, a magical guest. A magical guest. Scotty has reached deep down into the bag of guestdom. And tonight we are going to bring to you, you know him, you love him, um, the YouTube star that is Herbertron. Herbertron, I genuinely, do we know his name? What's his name? Herbertron. Herbertron, okay. He's dead set not going to tell only, us anything. He'll be only known as that. Herbertron, we don't know what he looks like, but the man is a genius. We'll join. He will join us directly after the break. Thanks, guys. Scott just put that through the, uh, the desk again. Welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Now then, 
Um, Scotty has reached uh, deep down into the uh, the bag of guests, <laughs> and he has pulled out an absolute brilliant one for us tonight. Uh, and for all the listeners, um, joining us tonight is you know the man, you love the man, um, you, you, especially in uh, what he does. It's, <laughs> you know his name. Well, you know, <laughs> well, you, you know, he's, you know of him. Um, but we're, we're going to give you his first name tonight. Yeah, this is Rob from the uh, Herbertron YouTube channel. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Rob. Pleasure. Bottom of the barrel, but I'll be here. No, mate, no, mate. You did like when I say he's reached deep down. You can get the sure. You can get the guests. You can get the old players. I mean, Simon Madden, but mate, he's reached deep down into somebody that's given us a lot of laughter over the over the the journey for the last couple of years. So we, we really appreciate your time, mate. That's fine. No so, worries. Yeah, Rob. It's you know it really is a pleasure to have you on. So um, I don't know if you've ever realised the the influence you've kind of had yeah. over a lot of fans. Uh, and, you know, a perfect scenario is is what's happened this year, right? Because obviously, despite the last three weeks, it's obviously a fan base going through hell, basically. And how many times people reach to me, private message me, and say, well, at least I've got the Herbitron exactly uh, right. video to look forward to. That's going to give us a laugh. That's going to give us me some sort of laugh and I can identify with. And it's almost like your sarcastic kind of humour with how we're playing and how many turnovers we're doing. Uh, it, it kind of weirdly cheers us up because uh, it, it just confirms <laughs> our dark thoughts. Uh, what, you know, tell us about how this all started and, and the journey of Herbitron. Um, I'm going to go back to 1999. Nice. So I was, um, a young lad, uh, with my dad listening to the prelim on the radio versus Carlton. Oh no. Yep. Um, uh, yep. <laughs> it's one of my earliest memories of, of this team. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I was not a happy chappy. I was bawling my eyes out on the floor when we lost. So that wasn't just me, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. And um, at least I was a kid. But, uh, <laughs> my dad, my dad's like, uh, he picked me up. He's like, don't cry. Be a man. You know, this is, the, this is footy. Support your team. And then later when I talked to him about it, he goes, oh, I would have been on the floor if, if you weren't there. <laughs> I, would have, I would have been blowing my eyes out. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be strong for you. Yep. But, yeah, so, yeah, massive Essendon fan my whole life. Uh, got it from my dad. And good parenting. That's good parenting. <laughs> yeah, indoctrinated. And uh yeah, uh I've just loved the team my whole life. And I guess being the age I am, I've just had a really bad run of success, like no finals wins and stuff like that for the majority of my time supporting the team. So like I guess that's why I'm a little bit cynical and sarcastic and <laughs> everything like that. Because it's yeah, just it's such a a, a lousy time to be a fan. Uh, being my age, because um, yeah, you, I can barely you, remember the 2000 grand final. Do you constantly have your dad going, "Oh, if only you were my age, you would know yeah. what good times uh, are." Yeah, he kind of, you know, he's like, "Uh, you know, the way he talks about the team is a lot different to how I see it and my friends see it." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like, "Who is this team that you're talking <laughs> about?" Like, this is not the team that I, you know, yeah, I experienced. Um, so yeah, I just been a big fan, and then. Uh, I started, I went to uni and studied video editing and I just uh, got a job as a video editor. Um, and that was in Melbourne. I had to move back to 
country Victoria to be with my family. So I had a four hour commute to work for about 18 months. Oh, wow. So on the train, I would uh, watch, watch the games back on a Monday and on a Tuesday, I'd make the video. And that started in 2019, just born out of the first game of that, that year where GWS beat us by like 70 points. Yeah. It was such a bad loss. It, I was so bitter. I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to, I've got this time now. I'm just going to make. And, I, and I've got these skills now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it all kind of culminated to this. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to start making these videos. Why not? Um, if we had won or if it was like a 20 point loss, I don't think I would have even started I, making. I was going to ask you that question. Is it, 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 it almost like a bit of a perfect storm for you in that if we were yeah. winning by 70 points every time, it wouldn't be anywhere near as funny. <laughs> it would just be sort well, of yeah, made a great highlight <laughs> yeah. package at that point that you can see on any yeah. channel. But when you're mm-hmm. losing by 70, it's, and especially like Scotty was saying earlier, you, you, you play directly on what everybody's thinking, if I'm 100% honest, is it just, I can't believe we're playing this bad and I can't <laughs> believe we keep, when you, the package of uh, when we played, oh, I can't remember who it was. Um, I could tell you. I, 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 I trust, it, it's the one where you just, we just keep missing target after target <laughs> after target. Round one to 14, yeah. Yeah, we're round one four to 14. <laughs> this year. And, <laughs> This year, and, 2021. Which oh, no, it was this year because, and I can tell you as I look at your YouTube channel as we speak, um, yeah. it was probably. Was it the Swans or was it? It could have been the Swans. Or it would have been earlier than that. Uh, maybe. Uh, which it one sounds like I every video today? that we've lost. I know. Yeah, this, is, this is the thing. It's just when you. <laughs> When you see the the vision and like you do a few seconds of us with the ball and then somebody mm. handballs over and that's a that hits the target and you think yeah 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 we're gonna look up and all of a sudden the next kick just goes right to the wrong person and mm-hmm. it's the the next and I forget again I forget the name of the song that you were playing but um it was uh the the, the word thinking or no talking. Um, oh, the talk, Eurythmics song. Talk to me. That's it. Yeah, yeah the Eurythmics. Yeah, yeah. With Heps walking up to Parrish and, and that and Parrish. having a chat to them. So what's Parrish's little yeah. chat. That's yeah. the one. And that's the serious like editing required to get <laughs> the talk to me section of the song directly on <laughs> that section of the uh, video. Yeah. It, it's it's frustrating because you're watching all of the, the mess ups that we make. But yeah. you, secretly you chuckle to yourself because it's so bloody annoying that you've got to laugh or you'll cry. Marge Simpson quote. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yep. So I the, love it. The Simpsons are a big, feels like a bit of a theme with you. Uh, is that just, just naturally just born out of your love of the Simpsons? And Simpsons obviously by itself have great commentary on life. Uh, so is that just, just born out of your, your love for the Simpsons? Yeah. Yeah. My whole upbringing was with the Simpsons and they're run through like the nineties. Yep. Early two thousands. So you know, every day at school was, did you watch the episode last night? Quote the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and then and then throughout life, you could just reference anything to a Simpsons moment. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's like that time that uh, Homer does this, you know. And, yeah, that kind of reference humor, like I always, it, it was always there with the Simpsons. So it's, it's super easy to, you then, know, you've got to remember everything. But, um, yeah. You know, They've got such an enormous body of work to The Simpsons and they've done yeah. they've covered so many varied different types of subjects. But again, I was I was killing myself laughing just for the couple of seconds I had today to watch, where um you've got a picture of the hangar 
Um, and then uh, you switch to Monty Burns and um, oh, his sidekick, yeah. um, Smithers, walking, Smithers <laughs> walking through the, the power plant. He puts his face in the biometric scanner, walks through a door, <laughs> walks through a door, walks through a door, goes into the actual control room. The door's half hanging off and a dog walks in. It's got Mason Redmond's face on it. The red dog. <laughs> the I'm red like, someone, dog. I love somebody that. Somebody has to be this dog. I'm like, <laughs> uh, what can it be? I don't want to like kick some random person like uh, <laughs> red dog there Come you go. On, man it's in his name dog. red dog beautiful <laughs> is, it, is, is your when you're going through the process of what i'm going to put are you basing it on fan talk back or media talk back um like or, or your own instinct of what you're seeing uh it's it's mostly on the fans so you know um big footy bomber blitz yeah forums twitter facebook you know, I, like I follow heaps of stuff and I just read everything uh, that I can. And I'm like, oh, okay, a lot, a lot of people are talking about this player not yeah. playing well or <laughs> Dylan Shield, good or bad videos. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> There's a lot of Dylan Shield clips in every way. Uh, in your it shows catalog. that I care, though. <laughs> <laughs> it shows that I care. Now, who's, who's, is it you or who's who's the music buff? Because one thing I appreciate, and I know I'm my, my mid to late forties kind of view, but you know I'm you know Eurythmics and Talking Heads and Joy Division and uh, who, who's the music buff in the family that gives you this catalog of of music that to, that you get inspired by? Um, I would say my mom. Yep, my dad's big music as well. Like we both um, play music as well. Um. And then, yeah, like Music Max, yep, the channel. I used to sit in front of that as a kid for hours and just l- watch all the old music videos, listen to the old music. Yeah. And, yeah, just I guess that's it. <laughs> now, my look, I'll share you my favourite. Uh, Star Wars was close. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Top Gun was, was sheerly. That's still – I don't know why, but there's for some reason when that famous clip in Top Gun where he's at the edge of the of the warship and he's holding the – is it the dog keys, whatever you call it, of, of Goose? Dog tags, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the dog tags. Uh, dog tags, that's right, <laughs> not dog keys. Um, the, the dog tags. And he opens up his hand and it's Parker and you've got Shearley and he throws it into the water. <laughs> Just that – for me – that that thirty seconds is the greatest thing that I've seen any Essendon media put out this year. Uh, <laughs> it kind of came true last weekend too. I know, I, I know. Threw that ghost away. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of yeah. So you, you've now got uh, to approach another win, which makes it awkward uh, mm. because <laughs> we we we've beaten Sydney. So uh, you know, I'm not going to present. Anything but Pre-empt, yes. is there a revenge feel you think maybe coming like, uh, you know, uh, from what um, happened seven weeks ago? Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure there will be. I'm yeah. not sure what it will be though. When but, do you um, start writing them? Like, like you've won, we've won the game on, on Saturday. When do you yeah. start sort of writing stuff down or do you write stuff down on a bit of paper before you start? Uh, no. So I'll, I'll, I'll watch the game tonight. And I was like, oh, okay, like maybe there's some stuff there that will jump out inspire at where yeah. it goes. But yeah, um, yeah I'll, straight after the game, like I'll start listening to music and be like, oh, okay, like what's a song that can do that, do this job? But yeah, either the theme will come, like the reference to something will come, then the music will come, or vice versa. So like I'll 
come up with a good track. You'd be like, oh, okay, this is really nice. Um, and then, yeah, and they're like, oh, and there's also this, and I can reference this movie or this TV show. or Yeah, yeah it, all, it all comes together on Tuesday. So Monday I just watch the game and uh, I look forward to doing it tonight. It kind of goes quicker. You know, it feels like it goes quicker when it, we win. Yeah, does it do you feel like it, it comes naturally to you? So, like, I'm just thinking off the top of my head. I'm going, okay, well, what would I be doing? Uh, and like, am I am I doing like here I am again? <laughs> like, so uh, with with Shirley, <laughs> with, uh, with with Shirley looking at Parker, and it's in a different feel. But yeah, uh, do you feel like it just comes to you very quickly, and then bang, I know what I'm I know what I'm doing. Uh, sometimes. Other times it comes like right at the end and you just have to redo the whole thing or yeah, you go, oh, this is a much better idea than what I had. Yeah. Like it, it just, it goes throughout the whole thing and like something will just pop up. Like you'll, you'll see something on TV or you'll see something on online and you're like, oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> and, you know, and people like uh, send me messages and stuff with their ideas as well. And that. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that that helps. Yeah, the Blitz thread definitely has <laughs> uh, a uh, a lot of ideas. Awesome, yeah. And like I always see that kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, and that'll lead me off to something. Someone sent this song. It was that one uh, back right back where we started. Um, oh yeah, yep, yeah. Someone sent me that, and I'm just like, oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect song for this. I think we were playing the Bulldogs in 2020 or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of like we had gone back to where we started. So I used um, the first video I did, I did with like uh, soccer fan TV reactions, uh, the GWS one, the very first one I did. And so when we did the comeback back to where we started, I used the same like Arsenal fan TV clips, not the same clips, but you know, the same kind of theme. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, you could do heaps. You could do, you know, stuck in the middle with you. <laughs> I've done that. <laughs> oh, you've done that? Well, there you yeah. go. Uh, so, look, uh, do you ever worry about, you know, obviously the clips you, you play from movies and that? Have you had issues with it's out of the blue something being brought down on YouTube? Is How does that work? Um, You can... Yeah, you can pretty much get away with anything on YouTube, but you can't monetize it. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. If you and if you like they'll just claim whatever ad or whatever they put on it because it's their IP property, whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Um, so yeah, music and I don't think I've ever like things things get blocked. I think I've had two or three things get blocked. Yeah, uh, I used a Beatles song and that got blocked, obviously. Yeah. It's the Beatles, and so I just used a cover version of that. And that was fine. And then I used like a ACDC song and that got blocked. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, so they just have a, a worldwide ban. You can't use any of their stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And um, so I just used the School of Rock version in a School yeah. of Rock themed video. So I was just like, oh, you know, awesome. yeah, not getting hurt, not, not um, making me stop this. I can get around yeah, this. No, no problems. You can get around it. And like, I, I don't like, stealing things but uh i i just think it it works so much better with the original stuff um yeah, yeah. you know i don't want to i don't want to make money and stuff off of it and i'm not trying to make money off of it so you know i think it's i think it's fine 
Well, it's, it feels like almost just like it's an outlet for you as a fan, just a yeah, creative yeah. outlet. Yeah, like I love all the things that I reference and music that I use and stuff. So, um, yeah. Good practice anyway. for the job as well, for the editing. Hey, can I, uh, as, yeah. as we're sitting here talking and just flicking through the YouTube channel, can I recommend everybody go and have a look at We Are Essendon, Round 9, 2021. Now, off the top of your head, do you remember that one? <laughs> 2021. The, 2021. Uh, it's Essendon no. Frio. I can go through the Frio games. Dirty Dancing. Oh, don't yeah, put yeah. Parrish in the corner. Don't put Parrish in. Don't oh, put him in the forward man. Blank. That's fantastic. Don't put him in the forward line. Don't put, put Parrish in the, in the forward line. I love it. The <laughs> opening the bit. Thing. It's in the opening bit with Patrick Swayze walking over to pick her up. It's Parrish's yeah. face, yeah. and um, and uh, Wush is sitting there going, "What? Oh, where are you taking him?" <laughs> I do like the uh, Empire Strikes Back reference of that. Boys, our only hope. Yeah, no, there is another. I've got vision of Clarkson, and then we are kind of Essendon with Mister Miyagi and Daniel's son with Dylan Clark's face. Yeah, remember when Dylan Clark locked up uh, Crips that game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Someone's like, okay, okay. Mister Miyagi's come and do it. Do it. (laughs) And Crips is on the other side of the mat. I love it. (laughs) Now, look, we selfishly, selfishly, we want to say, can you put us in a video? We 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 were gonna hold back to it. Can you please put us in a video? Can you sing? <laughs> um, badly, uh, not yeah. to save your life. No. But not, just, not, just, not pretty much not to save our lives. We Have don't cover an ACDC song for me. All right, so I'll, I'll whip out my guitar and I'll send there you. you the, I'll send you the clip. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, mate. Uh, look uh, to wrap things up. Can I? I guess even just as a fan, I. Uh, how, just what are your thoughts on how the year's going yourself? Like as a fan, like how how do you view the last kind of three weeks to the whole year? Like you, do you feel like is it a, a touch of hope or do you feel like, no, it's still crap? <laughs> um, I think it's I think it's about as, as good as I've imagined this season would be. I think okay. the, cl- the club with the whole 150th year stuff, it couldn't have come at a worse time. Oh, yeah, yeah. This season. Absolutely. I wish, like, maybe they, like, discount, like, don't count 2020 because it was shortened and then yeah. just move it to next year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because this is just, and then, like, because they hype up, they hyped up the whole thing and they, so they should. But it's just kind of disappointed a lot of fans because, um, you know, maybe last year we overachieved and now you kind of see where we're at. Yeah. So you can see where we we could go, but yeah. we just need a few extra years. Yeah, yeah, a bit of recruiting, a bit of just be patient. Yeah. We're young. Okay. We, I mean, we've been patient. Well, this is the thing we've been patient <laughs> for. 20, you have been patient for twenty years, like you were yeah. saying. I but keep hearing it too. Unfortunately, be we patient. are young, right? We we do have to show more patience because we are young. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Right now, yeah, of course. So, um, I yeah, I think we'll get better. I don't think we can get any worse. No, that's true. That's, we're not. We're not going to um, be. Uh, we're not going to be on the bottom, which is good. <laughs> yeah, I, like I think there's a lot of a lot of things to look forward to, especially in the off season. I think we'll pick up some things and get some pieces and Alan Davy Jr. and yeah, you know, we'll get. It'll get better. Trust me. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be a father son song. What's a good father son song? For the Davey boys when they play. Father and son, Cat Stevens. There you go, father, there you go. (laughs) The Davey boys, I like it. That'd be good. But, um, yeah, yeah, I look forward to it. Um, I'm not sure how long I can keep 
doing the videos. Oh. But um, yeah, I look forward to the rest of this year. Let's put it that way. Absolutely. Now, I always thought like it's it, it can be taxing. So, you know, and sometimes it depends on where you are with life as well. So even in this podcast, we've had moments where we're like, we actually need to take a break for two or three weeks just to, because you feel like you're just like, constantly living in a studio yeah. uh and yep. and you know, if you're full-time you know it's hard to say if there's if you know sometimes you know my family's gone through real bad sickness or, or there's just life happens and you go oh man i i just need so it's it's tough it's uh, i know fans love it but it's there's some moments you know life still happens and it's some moments you go man this is I don't know if I can do this still any, yeah, anymore. Especially because you were saying it takes hours, lots of hours to do it. It's not just knocking it up for an hour on after the game. It takes well into the week to get the thing done. So, yeah. um, and that's I think I want to speak for a lot of the Essendon supporters. Mate, we really appreciate the effort you put into those things because, I mean, if I tried to do something like that, it'd look awful. But I mean, like you said, with you've got <laughs> you've got skills to do it. Even with the skills to do it, it takes you ages. So, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I'm happy to do it. As I said, it's it's just, it's as much for me as it is for anyone, you know, to try to help process everything and laugh. Yeah. Because yeah, it can get pretty, uh, yeah, it can get pretty down and depressing. Yeah, absolutely. That's the funnest thing. part is you, you find yourself laughing with all of the bad stuff that goes on in the game. You, the end of the video, you find yourself chuckling and you shouldn't, probably shouldn't be because we've been watching just real bad performances. And you, w- yeah. you wouldn't have known it, but in 2019, you wouldn't have known the significance of, of COVID and, and two years of that. And, and you know, so to have an outlet for fans just to have that because that was a really – felt like it's just a grim even, – even if you won, it just, just didn't have the same feel because when there was no crowd noise – yeah. You didn't watch the replay as much because it just no excitement. Um, it was that was a hard year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, no atmosphere. Yeah, it was really hard. Nothing to play off. So we missed um, the finals. So your videos look. Your videos have done have done wonders for that for that period. So maybe it was just a, something that was just meant to be. Uh, and you've you know you're you're getting kind of like if fifteen to twenty kind of thousand hits on on YouTube. So if anyone wants to. Go to your channels. It just Herbatron. Uh, what what do they uh, yep. search for? Just search Herbatron in YouTube and subscribe. We're Essington. Yep. On uh, Facebook, Herbatron, Twitter. Yep. I have TikTok. Somehow. Somehow. <laughs> Put some stuff on there. I have that. <laughs> we're in our forties. So, so. Yeah, we're still our forty. <laughs> so TikTok to me is still not for Grant, but uh, no, and I like TikTok. Makes me laugh. But yeah, us yeah. doing videos and stuff on TikTok. I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I've got some few. I, I got a few dance tutorials on TikTok. So, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Essendent themed. Nice. Oh, check that out. <laughs> All right, mate. Uh, look, thank you so much for being a guest. Uh, look, brilliant work. Um, I really appreciate you coming on. We look forward to a heap more. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. So, for uh, look, we'll we'll continue on. Obviously, we'll talk a little bit about the VFL probably for five seconds. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah. uh, but then, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the game and the upcoming Lions game. So catch everyone after the break.
and welcome back to the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. Great guest, Scotty. Great get. Um, Herbertron from the YouTube channel, Herbertron. Um, Scotty's microphone wasn't where he needed it to be then, but we, <laughs> we'll let you in on all the inside knowledge here on the Lunchtime Catch-Up Podcast. But uh, a massive thank you to Rob for uh, for coming on. He's a, he's a funny bloke. He uh, clearly is a talented bloke as well. And it's that... Uh, that fine line he gets he gets a lot of his uh his his good stuff when we're losing and it's he's not so easy stuff when uh, when we're winning which is pretty much the exact opposite of the podcast really no sometimes there's a bit of truth in comedy and you know when you're laughing at stuff that you're kind of going i know what he's thinking <laughs> exactly right <laughs> and he has the same concerns as me yep uh but no it's 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 you know Tuesday night or whatever it, um, it's it's like it's the Herbertron night, so it's absolutely uh, you always wait to see what videos coming out. So I've got, I've got the notification bell <laughs> set on Herbertron <laughs> every week. So look, um, we're playing at uh, Brisbane on Sunday. Sunday, it's around like a ten past one game. It's a really early game. Okay, yeah. Uh, so I kind of like that because historically we play these games at night in Brisbane. We always had the dewy weather, and I've never felt like okay. we play well. Yep. So I like the one p.m. Sunshine, yep. Hopefully, uh, dry game because uh, we'll you know we'll p- hopefully put our best foot forward. So, well, like you, I think you'd said with after the game, I don't know that there was any significant injuries out of that game, was there? No, and I want to ask you a question about that, but but first, uh, but first, we are so m- myself and Grant are going to Brisbane. We're flying up, yeah, a bit earlier. Uh, boys so, trip, boys trip. So off to, off to Brisbane. Uh, funny enough, we said, oh, we'll meet at this hotel and just tell fans, you know, to come, you know, come say hi if you want to. Have a beer if you want to. Little did we know that the club today had an event at the exact same hotel and the time <laughs> that we are going to. So we, me and Grant just said, well, we'll just still go there and just go to the event. Uh, Man, I want to go see Fletch and Harves. Yeah, so Fletch and Harves uh, at 10.30 a.m. Uh, going to the Australian National Hotel right next to the Gabba. Yep. Uh, so we're just going to join in. Totally by fluke, by the way. We, we did not plan that. Believe <laughs> no. me, we did not plan that. No. I mean, of all the hotels, it's like, we just said, oh, we'll go to the National Hotel. That seems to be yeah, one opposite the right Gabba. Right near the Gabba. Because um, we don't walk uh, <laughs> very far. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. So we'll be there as well. So if yeah. you're, you're a Brisbane um, if you live in Brisbane, a Mad Bomber fan, uh, come, come say hi. When you're there, come and get an autograph um, and make sure you get one from Fletch and Harvey as well. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so, Four, yeah. 423 games. So, here's, here's the controversial question. Look out. Dun, without notice. Dun, dun. All right. So, besides Langford slightly hurting his shoulder, but I heard um, – that he'll likely get up okay. and play Fine. the old ejections um, to get you through. Um, so it doesn't look like we had an injury. Yeah. Now, McGrath has only missed two weeks. Uh, is that right? One or two weeks? Yeah. So, he, so he's in that short enough time frame to come straight back in because yep. he's he did a training session on the weekend, did a training session Thursday, a lot of running. He's fit. And he's ready to go now, basically, as of today. Yep. So it's Monday. So he's going to play. Now, we've just beaten the Sydney Swans and had a complete team effort. Grant Hill. Who, who does gets, one drop? Who gets omitted from this side? One very, very unlucky dude. It really is. Like, a, you could draw names out of a hat on this one. Huh. Uh, like, a, I, I go for. But I know who it is. It's Hobbsy. Do you reckon? Yeah. 
It, it will be, it will be Hobbsy. I, I bet you a million bucks it will be Hobbsy. Only the reason why I, the only reason why I say that is that he's an eighteen year old rookie, right? And he's the he's the first person in, first person, last person in, first person out. In my opinion, right? Because we need McGrath down back with the smalls that they have with Cameron and that sort of stuff. Because they'll rotate multiple backs. Like Mass- if Massimo's cutting him in half, then great, they'll leave him alone. But they want McGrath down there to, as someone different to have in the side. McGrath comes in, end of story, right? So somebody but is McGrath going comes out. in, so how does the defence work? Because that's no eight or nine defenders. Good question, but somebody's going to be on the bench, right? One of the defenders will be on the bench. See, I, I had the names in my mind um, were Guelphy, no. was, was Kelly. No. Um, you don't like Kelly. Kelly's Kelly's he's been good, man. Oh, that, that, no matter who you say, he's been good. That's yeah. a, that, so but everyone Hob- everyone Hobbs could a- everyone could scream through the microphone and say why him? He's been good. You could say Zerk Thatcher, and Absolutely. they and they might want they say they might want to go slightly smaller. They go, but he's played well. Everyone I name has played well. Absolutely, but McGrath. So that's why is, the decision is is an automatic. Unfortunately, more senior players stay in the side, and the eighteen year old rookie gets dropped. For for probably no other reason that he's the last in first out. That's he's just he's an eighteen year old kid who is playing incredibly well, incredibly well, right? Mm-hmm. But he gets dropped purely in this case because he's a rookie. And you, you don't you don't select him over McGrath. You sure as you sure as hell don't get you don't select him and uh, Redmond has to go out. You don't select him and BZT after a game like that. Everybody wants to see. Well, BZT on hip would make sense, right? Um, so yeah, I haven't heard. I haven't heard the report. Uh, I mean, I haven't heard if hip would suspended or not from the umpire. Thing. Okay. So well, that if if he gets suspended, that may change the modelling. Maybe. A little bit. Yeah, maybe. But. Yeah, Kelly, no, he's too good. He's too versatile. Um, Massimo's not going anywhere. Redmond's not going anywhere. Laverde's not going anywhere. So Ben Hobbs, because why, why did they drop him last Is it week? an assumption Massimo's not going anywhere? Absolutely, dude. He's literally the thing we've been after for so long. I know, but I'm just saying he plays his position, McGrath's position. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Massimo will probably be on the bench. Okay. Right? And if if... Like, why were they going to drop Hobbs last week? Well, that's a, uh, that's the key question. Like, yeah. Well, and, and I had this debate, so... And it's not injured. I, I disagree with the commentary around, oh, well, they're going to obviously manage Hobbs. I disagree with that commentary because, for don't me... You he deserves or needs to be managed? I, I, I just didn't... I just never thought from the, the intel that I had that it was a manager. It was simply Parrish was coming in, Snelling and Langford have... Uh, staying in the Se- side, senior players, and senior players have come in, and there's now no obvious spot at half forward. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing with Hobbsy, man. Because as soon as Perkins went out, right, it was automatic. Oh well, Hobbs is in. Yeah, it wasn't like no, we're still managing Hobbs, and that's Speaking still the Perkins, situation. Is he coming in? No, no, he's how long has he got? Another, uh, you mean the, couple? Yeah, I mean, Truck said because he did the injury on a Thursday session. It means he's probably going to miss a couple of weeks, couple okay, of games. Because okay, so so he won't be so. So I I felt like they generally omitted Hobbs because of just the fit on the ground, and that's what I'm saying. Because that, Perkins basically was playing that role Hobbs's high, position, high, yeah. high five forward. Yeah. So that I I that that was my personal view, um, and that may be the case again that they put McGraw in and they go, I'm not sure. Even if we're your last quarter and you're massive, 
So it's a tricky one because everyone, this is why like, everyone has debates with me and they go, oh, how can you say that? How can you say that? No matter what, on Thursday night, if no other changes and McGrath comes in, there's going to be an argument why that, to go. per- why that person was incredibly unlucky. Yeah. Because no one played poor. Yeah. Um, and, you know, two people told me today, we'll take Hempel out. No, he, no, play, he played. Like, man, you're not taking. If I keep hearing that, I'm going to lose it. You're not taking the coaches. You know, the guy's got coaches votes, man. Like it's, and he's the captain. He's he, I was not say, The out. man has earned his stripes. <laughs> he earns his stripes big time, and that's that's my main argument here is that um, is that Hobbsy is a great kid, man. You can see it coming. Man, imagine when he was 21. Imagine when Hobbsy's 21. How good he's going to be, right? He he's not there yet. Do we do we know if Hobbsy was going to play? So when I say he's not there yet, by the way, he hasn't got veteran tickets already punched. Like he's got runs. Everybody else got runs on the board. He's Hobbs had an exceptional start to his career. No great, bad. great. Yeah. But but in two years from now, the rookies that we draft this year and the next will be the ones underneath Hobbsy. And when somebody comes in, it won't be Hobbsy that they're looking at because he's playing well and he's a more senior footballer. Mm. But at the moment, he's 18 years old. And you try telling the number one draft pick or somebody or Redmond or um, maybe Massimo because he's as as new as Hobbsy almost, um, that they have to go out um, and bring in and leave Hobbsy in there. It's right? a, yeah, it's a good problem to have um, to to now have guys maybe being omitted who yeah. are actually in form. Yep, and um, especially was there? Do we know if Hobbsy was going to play VFL next week? Ah, oh, last week, sorry, when he was admitted. Was he was he fit enough to play or was he just being admitted? Or, well, we don't know because he wasn't admitted because of injury or anything. So no. he probably would have played VFL. I've, my assumption is he probably would have See, played. See, I reckon I'm right. I reckon he's being dropped just purely not out of any spite, any lack of performance, any anything. They're just saying, mate, you're the, you're the 18-year-old rookie. We can't tell Redmond you have to go down to the VFL because we want to keep you in the side. We can't tell Massimo, who's now the rising star, that he has to go out because we want to keep you in the side. And we sure as hell can't tell McGrath, sorry, you can't come back in because Hobbsy's having a good few games. I don't the 18-year-old kid has to swallow it and go back to the VFL. Yeah, well, it's, 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 for me, it's Guelphy, Massimo, Kelly or, or Hobbs. That's I hate it. that we keep saying Guelphy. Could that kid do any more for this club? Yeah, I know, but... Yeah, I have my personal view that he's a great trier, but if you want... Do you want perfection at every position? No, no, no. If you want my duo, I'll tell you my view on, yeah. on, on Guelphy. This is what my honest view is. He's doing... Well, a little bit at the Hobbs. He's doing the best he can in an unnatural position for him. Which is? Small forward. Okay, but he's, he's so, there for pressure, So right? when you actually start recruiting, which they'll, they'll heavily, at the end of this year, start looking at specialist small forwards. But they small forwards he will better be, be able to He will be chase. out of the side, and I hope people realise that. Sure, but who's going to be the pressure in there? Who's going to be the guys that chase? You have to have that expectation of the specialist Bingo. small forwards. Okay, so that, that now I'm cool with it, right? Is that if the Davies come in and Wanganin come in um, next year and they start chasing dudes down and smothering like um, uh, like Guelph does, then I'm more than happy. It's, it's just, for me, it's, it's, it's still a specialist position. So I, I've always said on the podcast that when we were kicking it long, 
the biggest problem we had, we didn't have no natural crumbs. small forwards yeah, we had no who knew where to be at the fall of the ball. Yeah, and that's what I mean. That's and what Guelph I mean. Doesn't, Guelph doesn't know that either. Guelph doesn't know that no. part of the game. No. But he will tackle his to the life end. Yeah. He will try and smother. And that's why he gets games. And that's, you know, the good thing for him is actually he's starting to kick one or, yeah. or so goals. Yeah. So that's so he's in a really good spot that way. But I'm just more saying my personal belief is – once that skill level of a Walla class, you know, comes comes into the side, he'll be around for a the, while. The coach, the coach will want that makeup of Peter Wright, yeah, Jones. Man, of course, a, he does. A I Davy, mean, a specialist forward. We've got tools the down of their there. Feet. Yeah. yeah, we've got yeah. tools down there. You want crummers, right? I completely yeah. understand. But Wanganin and especially the Davies, who who knows when they're going to play? But with the Essendon Footy Club, they could play game two. Next year, like who knows? But if you want those kids to be able to have that ability to chase down and tackle and be hard at the ball when they haven't got the ball, you just wonder whether or not those kids are going to be able to do that. So Guelph might have a lot more games in him. I just think, yeah, he's very de- valuable. He's definitely going to play games. I, I don't want to say like it's a, he's completely out of the side or yeah. anything like that. I'm just saying, I'm just saying when when everyone's kind of healthy and they have some specialist forwards, it'll be a harder spot for him to claim. Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. Yeah. I mean, Guelph, you can play him down back, you can play him down forward, you could run him through a mid just every now and then if you really – he's missed to fix it and he's been great and I That's love that true. about him. He has – he can play multiple roles. Like, yeah, we I love could that have, about We could him. have multiple injuries at half back yeah. and then – you could go, well, Guelphie. Bang, chuck Guelph back there so and, that's, and it's all good. And that's, you know, when you talk about quality players that you want as depth, yeah. that's, that's what you and mean. And it's a bummer that, like, and, and you're right, though. I mean, he's, it, would, we, would we rather have Guelph or a flying Wanganine, right? Or a, a kid like a Wanganine that's going to live up to his last name. You're going to pick a small forward that's going to be real dangerous with the ball in hand, plus the ability to have the indigenous quickness that you need down there, right? So the I understand factor, where you're coming yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from. It's just, it's disappointing. It's a bummer when you say who might come out and you go, the first person you say is Guelph. And you go, ah, spew. Because you're kind of right. Because you, 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 you love him. That's it. I love him to death. And he's, he's having by far his best year at the club. Absolutely. I, I love him to death. And so. he does the one percenters. And I don't know, man, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an old, I, I played back when I played, man. And I love the defensive pressure he brings. Yeah. Um, that sort of stuff. Oh, if he keeps on improving the rate he has this year, then yeah, I by it's this time be next bloody year, hard. yeah, it won't be easy. No, you have to, to, to kick you have him out to of the game. It. Yeah, you yeah. have to earn it. So, and that's why I think, like, if we've got a team that's performing, <laughs> listen to us. We've got a team that's performing so well. <laughs> we <We've laughs> just, just beat, uh, yeah, one team. Um, if you've got a team that wins like that, and you don't want to drop anybody because you shouldn't, because we had a good win and it was well done, um, but you've got to bring back your number one draft pick and um, vice captain next year, probably. Um, you you look at it and you go, the eighteen year old kid um, needs to happen, right? So, unfortunately, the eighteen year old kid goes back, plays a bit of VFL, and then we bring him back in in a few a few weeks or whatever happens. That's yeah. just that's just the the whole the rookie the rookie syndrome, mate. He he would have had to have got the coffees a few times for the boys, and when McGrath stood there going, "It's either me or you." Sorry, Benny, you, you go back purely not because you're playing badly, but purely because you're a rookie um, and you haven't earned as many tickets as the boys above you. That's that simple. Yeah, it was, it's interesting. I mean, I heard Rob Shaw. He's he would if he was on this show, he'd be say the screaming at us right now. Yeah, because he wants every kid to play and play. 30 games very quickly. Uh, we wanted- but we've got so many kids. That's the thing. Like if we had veterans or, or well, people that, that you could drop. The hard part I find in that argument is 
we don't have a lot of senior players. So no, it's, that's it's what not I'm like you're saying there's a lot of guys that are 28 and over. Then you go, well, maybe, you know. See, Dev Smith. Dev Smith ain't playing in the side no more, right? So you can't go, well, Dev's not really performed that particularly well over the last four games, so give Dev a rest. Yeah, I mean, the, the guy that obviously, the, you know, you've got the skipper who obviously gets hauled a lot, but he's a skipper, right? Yeah. Um, but you don't have, like, Stringer's one of the older guys, Shields one of the older guys, but they're, yeah. not, they're playing too well. Merit, too important. And then, and then you've got the whole tier of the mid-20s guys, and, like, you don't drop them for 18-year-olds. No, Parish, They're part of your next Langford, premiership. Yeah, yeah, all of those they're guys. They're 24, 26-year-olds yep. that, you, you know, who will play for the next five years. Uh, and so it's a very tricky one. We don't have a lot of older guys to just suddenly make the statements, we need to play every 18-year-old kid. It's just not a reality. Like, when I said when Langford and Snelling come in, and, like, my other name was I was going to mention, actually, sorry, was Snelling. Um, if if the club thought he actually may need a run one or two weeks in the VFL just to come up to speed because it feels yeah. like he feels like he is behind yeah. the ball a yep. bit. And that was the only other option is to say Snelling, um, you know, who obviously can play that role. Um, maybe we just get you into the VFL. The tricky part is we've got no VFL this weekend. So it makes it. Oh, okay. <laughs> May just thought of that right there and then when I said right it. Right there so. and then, fine. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, it makes it true. Yeah, it'll be a very interesting team selection show, which will be on Friday, not Thursday, sorry. Because yep. uh, when the team gets announced, we'll actually be on a plane. Uh, we could do live reaction so, from the air. <laughs> so, unfortunately, sorry, Patreons, um, our team selection show will be on the Friday morning. We, when we wake up, we're gonna, we are going to bring our podcast studio up. So, we, yeah. and we'll do a quick show. Hey, Matt, I'm sitting here just looking through uh, the old um, uh, Facebook the Essendon Footy Clubs just put out a video call uh, between Heps and Massimo, um, who has a permanent smile on that kid's face. He's just permanently there um, of him telling him that he's just won the NAB Rising Star. Go and check that out. It's on the Essendon Footy awesome. Club uh, Facebook page. He's talking to him on uh, on FaceTime, telling him that he's just won it. So, um, what a, I mean, what a Heps left, love that, man. What a He'd left boot. It. What a left boot, man. Oh, we'd be pinching. That's, that's why it's, he's very, he's hard for me to drop because he, it's not just the position he plays. He actually he does things that no other player at our club does from around half back, and he sees angles and he sees different attacking. Do you know who else? Imagine if we he, could have, if we could have got this guy and Mass in the same back line. Um, 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 Sadi, no, good lord, um, Grant. Um, uh, same draft as Parish. Um, He's not playing redhead. Oh, my Lord, I can't remember. Scott, red hair. Red hair. Uh, Come on, man. He's not playing in the reserves because he's... Fr- fr- uh, Francis. Francis. Good Lord. I apologise, Aaron. Uh, I know you're a listener. Um, <laughs> it's a sponsor of this. I, I, sorry, sorry, mate. Uh, you haven't been around because, yeah, Aaron Francis. Now, Aaron Francis on his day was that kind of guy that would take that risky inboard kick. I have to say that a lot of those didn't quite come off because um, they were too <laughs> risky and there was like thread and a, a, a needle. Um, so a lot of those didn't come off, but at least he had that kind of mentality yeah. that he wanted to find. Could you imagine if oh, Francis was, I can't believe I forgot that guy's name just then. Um, I'm sitting going, come, come on, man, you know. Anyway, we're, we're in our um, late 40s. It's, it's, it's just what happens. Oh, man. Um, so Francis and Massimo on the backside, imagine that. But that, that may not happen. But mm. um, yeah, Massimo's left boot, like, Again, I you know who I'm going to thank. 
Yep. You know who I'm going to thank? The biggest of largest of massive red fire engines. Rob Forster Knight is a gun. Rob Forster uh, Knights, yep. Um, the, <laughs> the, uh, the Apprentice and the, uh, the Dodorinator. Uh, once again, just picks up. But no, will he get any credit? Will he get any credit? No. No, will he get any credit? Nah, it's just another good player that uh, Dodoro's just plucked out of nowhere for us. But um, we all love you at the, at the, uh, at the podcast, Adrian. <laughs> Come on the show, mate. Come on the show. Yes. Uh, all right, that wraps us up. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll be in Brisbane this weekend, so the shows will be a little bit more scattered when we have availability. Absolutely. Um, for our Patreons. Uh, if you've never joined the Patreon show, we do a couple of shows a week, um, a team selection show, instant reaction after the game show. And then we also have uh, special specialised shows. We have Paul Cousins on once every kind of two or three weeks. He gives us an AFL and VFL wrap up. and we So it's 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 a really cool community. We have a, a Discord community that's really going gangbusters now. We've got like 170 odd people. Yeah. Um, so that has a whole lot of Essendon chat forums that's going that's going so well. So it's a really cool Patreon, just $3 a month. So yep. it just supports our technology and our equipment and everything like that. So thanks, everyone. Uh, have a great week. Big win in the V4W Grand Final against Sydney. Congratulations, girls. Uh, good time. So we'll talk to you probably, like you said, um, for the Patreons. We'll talk to you on, uh, did we say Thursday night or Friday? Uh, uh, Friday morning, I'd say. Yeah, probably talk Friday morning, um, live from Bris Vegas. Um, we will, like you said, the Australian National Hotel, um, the National Australian Hotel, the Australian National Hotel. That's it. Um, in Bris Vegas, come down and say hi. We'll, uh, we'll have a, a quite refreshing beverage and then we'll head over to the game and unfortunately, potentially, we'll just get uh, beat, but that's beside the point. We'll boot it hard just for yeah, us to we'll, cheer exactly, everyone up. That's exactly right. Um, so, yeah, we'll uh, we'll talk to you guys on uh, on Friday for the Patreon, then uh, Team Reaction yeah. Show with Dana. Her team reaction show um, live from Bris Vegas, Vegas as well. Um, and then the main pod even from Bris Vegas as well. And then we'll be back next week to Melbourne. All right. Thanks, everyone. See you later.